Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which was founded in upstate New York as an attempt at utopia. To support the community, hosts began making podcasts. They soon became famous as It's a Thing's quality was, well, utopian. None of that is true, but thanks for joining us anyway. I was going to say, wait, I don't, I missed when, when huh. we, my memory was wiped. What, how did this come about? Tom's like, wait, that sounded kind of real. <laughs> I'm confused. I've been here this whole time. I swear I don't remember a utopia officer. I just like the part where Rich makes up crazy origin stories. Ooh, let's start with like bonkers sci-fi origin stories. They were created in a lab. (laughs) But when a spider (laughs) fell into the thing, stuff (laughs) happened. See, that's why Rich needs to do these things. Exactly. <laughs> Luckily, he says it's happening. I would just like to warn all of you, by the way, that here in the uh, fragile power universe of mm. the San Francisco Bay Area, the wind is blowing like a mother trucker. Yeah. Like the light above my table is shaking because it's like there's a series of mini earthquakes. So if I disappear suddenly, that's the power. If you disappear suddenly, look up. She's probably yeah. been blown into the air. Or. <laughs> Exactly. I've pulled a full Her Dorothy. house is on its way to Oz right huh? now. Look how old we are. We went right to there. Oh, bless us. Oh, my. Um, well, my first thing uh, is I'm going out on a limb on this okay. one because okay. I've only seen two examples of it, but they're two pretty big examples, one of which isn't even out yet. Uh, and But I think it might be a trend. So I'm going to call it early thinking we can we can start spotting it and feel smug when we see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've all seen the Peacemaker intro. Even if you haven't watched the TV show, you've likely seen the Peacemaker intro making the mm-hmm. rounds because of the dance, right? And the key for the Peacemaker is not that they're dancing weird, that w- which is certainly part of it, but the key for my thing is that the characters are in costume, but dancing in an out-of-character fashion. So they're not in character while dancing, right? Their Mm -hmm. dancing is unrelated to their character. (laughs) There's a series coming out uh, March 25th on Apple TV Plus called Pachinko, based on the book of the same name. Uh, It's sort of a multi-generational story spanning four generations of a a family that moved from Korea to Japan to the United States. Uh, They ran pachinko parlors in Osaka, hence the name. But the open is all of them in costume. So from Joseon era Korean family to like 80s, you know, uh, go get them business uh, guy, just just dancing whatever dance they want. Just like <laughs> dancing to, uh, they, they, they play like a 60s song uh, and they're just dancing. So I'm calling out of character dancing and opening credits as a thing. I mean, I'm going to give it to you because if there's a third one, it's a guaranteed trend. Right. And it makes me wonder if there was something before Peacemaker and Pachinko. 
that gave them the idea. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of hoping people might drop a little email to feedback at it's a thing.me if they're yeah. aware of any other examples of this. Yeah. Because I feel like there must have been, I mean, and that, that is not to say that Peacemaker isn't brilliantly written and very clever and that that's the kind of sort of out of left field idea that could have occurred to that particular team. But if there's that one and another one, I feel mm-hmm. like there might be an origin story to yeah, yeah. out of character. And again, the, 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 the parameters are characters are in costume, but not dancing in, as if they are their character. Right. right. In costume, not in character. Exactly. Yeah. So if you've got like, you know, like friends, I, you know, they're dancing and they're open, but that's not what we're talking about, right? They're all being Chandler and, and, and Ross and everything They're I'm, I'm talking about like, they're no longer their characters, but they're still in costume and the costume's kind of out of place too, because in Peacemaker, they're just kind of in a studio. They're not mm-hmm. on a, a location from the show. I guess in Pachinko, they're actually in the Pachinko parlor, but not all of the characters ever exist in the time in which the pachinko parlor exists. So some of them are like out of, out of place there too. Yeah, totally. Oh, fascinating. I love it. I love it. Feedback. It is a thing. Got me. If you have spotted this before now, or you know of a third, which just cements it as a trend, send it our way. Cause you're the best. Speaking of sending things places, look at how it all comes together. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, do it. This, I was starting to, so we talked about Gold Belly on a pre-show early in the pandemic. I had met somebody who was ordering all these sort of global, you know, national foods from Gold Belly to entertain her family in the pandemic. We talked about it, never really made the big show. And then it kind of just has been quietly chugging along. And now, well, though. And, and also filling our stomachs because I ordered uh, Essa Bagel through Gold Belly. Totally. We got our Thanksgiving dinner through Gold Belly this year. So, <laughs> yeah, it's had an effect. It's had an effect. And so I would say it's quietly chugged along and now all of a sudden has just like reached thing velocity. So much so that it is uh, the gift option of choice for companies. Mm-hmm. Like our company sends Gold Belly all the time. Uh-huh. Or birthdays. See mm-hmm. also the thing I sent to Rich, <laughs> a gold belly gift certificate. And it's getting write-ups in Business Insider as of like mid-February. Let's you send food from famous restaurants all over the country. We used it to ship lobster bagels and pizza to loved ones. And then evidently at some point uh, about, uh, I don't know, six or six months ago in November of 2021, DoorDash announced that it was going to copy the model and start doing nationwide shipping. Mm-hmm. So like it just hit critical mass. And if you don't already know about gold belly, you're going to any minute now, I think. I think you're even on top of a, of of an, an, I almost said Uber thing, which then makes it sound like it's the Uber of food, which is literally (laughs) Uber eats. Uh, But, but there's a meta trend of food delivery, right? Food delivery for a long time. Mm -hmm. People thought like, well, can it really catch on? Can DoorDash make a business out of this? And I think, this is showing like we're not just talking about bringing in and out to your house anymore. We're we're no. talking about bringing all kinds of food. There's 
we the the asian food specialty delivery there's yes. there's uh there's instacart like saying like oh yeah uh pretty much any grocery store within 30 minutes of you will bring it to you in 30 minutes uh there's all the 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 q commerce stuff of like we're gonna operate our own dark convenience stores and be able to get you whatever you want in like 15 minutes yeah you, you know uh go puff joker yeah, yeah. yeah all of those of those kind mm-hmm. of stuff uh, there's even one called PopChu, which is a platform for creators to be able to tie food delivery to their brand. Oh my gosh! So there's that uh, Bitcoin pe- Bitcoin guy Pomp. You know Pomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He 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 offers Bitcoin pizza through this. Oh my god! So I mean, I, it really I think the that you've you're hitting Gold Belly is like the icing on top of a thing cake. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. By the way, I just found out in a little bit of a lot real time research here that Goldbelly has been around since 2013. 2013. 2013 in May, in tw- uh, as of May, wow. sorry, in 2020, the company saw its business grow 300. percent I really, I was like, okay, she's going to tell me it's been around longer than 2020. That makes sense. I my head was ready for you to say 2018. Right. <laughs> Twenty said, yeah. thirteen. And you and then, chopped off one side of that eight, made it a three. And this piece in payments.com goes on to say that the success Goldbelly success offers proof of the somewhat dubious concept that there is significant demand for shipping, say, a roast beef sandwich to arrive frozen days <laughs> after it was made. But it's really true. And I think actually that points to the Uber thing yeah. that you're talking about, which is that like it turns out, yeah, everybody just wants everything delivered. Mm-hmm. And that delivery, food delivery, once seen as a truly terrible business investment, and in some cases, like I don't know that DoorDash is profitable yet or that Uber Eats contributes significantly, like it is still a tricky business. But the fact that it exists on so many layers either means there's going to be a wipeout or that it actually does work. And so now everybody's like, okay, how can I differentiate with like cooler things to deliver? There's there's always, there's often a psychological barrier to a business model catching on. And the psychological barrier with food delivery was, but my pizza place delivers for free. Mm-hmm. Why should I pay a fee to DoorDash or Uber Eats? And the pandemic just blew that away. Everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, fine, I'll pay $5. I'll pay for anything. I'll pay $20. I don't care. Oh, I can get something from across the country when I can't leave my house? Absolutely. Sign me up. Right. Because <laughs> I'm I, so tired. Yeah. Of all of my local places yep. that you bet I'm going to get lobster rolls and, you know, cat's delicatessen and essa bagel. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. 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 No, this, this is uh this is a good one. I think you're absolutely onto something. Also, it's a great gift. Everyone. Great gift. Yeah. Um, my address is available <laughs> on my website. Uh, and my text thread. <laughs> yeah. You can send <laughs> gift certificates to feedback and it's a thing about me. Um, <laughs> Don't have to do that. Please don't. Do that. All right. Uh, my other thing today is permanent makeup. Mm. Not a new thing. You know what permanent yeah. makeup mm-hmm. is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's the idea of using tattooing type uh, technology. Is it called tattooing technology? <laughs> a a tattoo like mm-hmm. technique <clears throat> to create eyeliner and fill in your eyebrows and, and basically make permanent what you would otherwise have to do every morning uh, because it wipes off. And it's not exactly permanent. It's like two to three years, they say, roughly. And it's not new. It's been around and it's been getting better, but it's having a moment. 
uh, Lifestyle Asia was talking about it's like reaching peak popularity and they're in Hong Kong. But what convinced me was not that Hong Kong thinks it's a thing, but that Morrison County, Delaware thinks <laughs> it's a thing. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> Morrison County, Minnesota thinks it's a thing and Milford, Delaware thinks it's a thing. Both wow. local papers wrote up the new offerings of permanent makeup at the local salons. So yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely. A That's thing. a thing. Also, I'm sorry, what? You can do like an eyebrow thing? Yeah, they they do they basically just fill in the gaps on your skin Whoa. so you can't tell it's not hair. And so the people who draw in their eyebrows, they just do this like blading it, thing and put it on there. Per, and yeah, exactly. Walk. Exactly the same thing. You know, Love this it. makes perfect sense and is was the natural outcropping of like how big eyelashes got, lash extensions. Did we talk about that here or was that Marketplace? Uh, Might have been Marketplace because I don't know that I remember that here. No, oh, yeah. They've been huge. Uh-huh. This, the anime, yeah. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Now I'm just, I can't help it. I'm like looking through. What tipped me off to this is we went out to a coffee shop over the weekend. And as we were coming out of the coffee shop, I noticed that... A store that had been next to the coffee shop had gone out of business. And that's unfortunately not unusual these days, right? Not a, not every mm-hmm. store made it through the lockdown. But there was a big temporary sign, permanent makeup. Wow. Like, well, wait a minute. If permanent makeup is the business moving into the empty store thinking they can make a go of it in this economy, yeah. there must be something to it. And I went looking, found the Hong Kong thing, and then then found the MilfordLive.com and hometown source Morrison County record stories. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this for sure is a thing. You are correct. I had no idea that it had expanded past eyeliner and like maybe lip liner. Oh, right. Yeah, lip, lips. Uh, they can even do lipstick. They can like dye your lips. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye lipstick. Uh-huh. Crazy. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, well, listen, I know you come to this show to avoid the realness and things that hurt. Mm. And you're going to hurt. I'm, so I apologize in advance today for bringing up a, a tough topic. And it really is. It's just not the one you're thinking of. It's, you know how everybody who gets any kind of pet now has a TikTok or an Instagram for that pet. And the animals are so cute and you really Too bond with them. On Instagram, go follow it right now. And they range from like this cute little boxer that had the same name as my dog, Reggie. And then there's like a bunny and this cat and the dog that love each other. And that snuggle all oh, the I time. Love a cotton candy dog is a name uh, on Instagram. That is an adorable popular. one. And it's just like the best thing ever. And and the thing is that if you start following a lot of those animal accounts for long enough, then and it's it literally maps to the time that the people got all these pets because it's happened to me and an account that I follow like five times recently, which is that then the animal that you follow on Instagram or TikTok dies. Uh, yeah. And it's horrible mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me want to not follow any more animals on tiktok because you and don't want to go instagram through yeah. because i don't want to go through this pain yeah and i really do think that this is a, a market maturation situation like these animals have mm-hmm. now been on instagram and tiktok long enough and that like it's become enough of a creator phenomenon to put your pet on one of these services that it is inevitable that a whole bunch of them are going to start to die kind of what seems like all at the same time. 
And it could just end the trend. It could just be like, you know what? I don't know that it's worth it. I mean, I literally still follow a raccoon on Instagram that died like two years ago. And yes, that's what a weirdo I am. And I think you're right that, uh, that, that we're seeing the maturing of the platform, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when people start the, the, the account for their dog on Instagram back when it's launching, no one's really thinking about, well, how long is Instagram going to be around? Will it outlive my dog? No, they're just having fun. They just start right. the thing and then it catches on. And they're on making and money and they're yeah. getting merch. And, and everybody's yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Uh, I think mm-hmm. this plugs into the wider trend that we've talked about before of the internet is becoming old. Yep. It's not, exactly. It's not just mature. It's old. It's you old. Know? You need to. You need to maybe redo the insulation and definitely repaint. And you're you're got cracks in your patio, so you might want to think about that. Like yeah. this is another one of those where it's like, yeah, now all the fun stuff you started is is aging out because pets don't live forever. It's sad, but it's true. It's so true. By the way, Sharon Marie says she also follows that raccoon, and then prep. Producer Rich said I had to stop following Maru onto YouTube because I know I can't handle that when it ends. Mm. It's true. I mean, it, I, that's exactly, I think, what the larger thing is. First of all, it's the number of accounts now. There was a point, have we crossed the threshold? Remember, there were all those articles that were like, there's a year coming soon in which more people on Facebook will be dead than alive. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I and it was that. like there would yeah. be a crossover year, and I don't yeah. know if we're at it yet or not, but mm-hmm. we're definitely getting to the point where there are as many, like I would say conservatively, like maybe a third mm-hmm. to 40% of the animal based Instagram accounts are essentially memorial accounts yeah. at this point. Well, and if Facebook keeps losing users, then we'll hit that even faster. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. I think the silver lining is that as you see more of these things happen, it means that we've been using the internet longer, which means that the hope that the longer we use it, the better we get at it. Like all technologies before that were feared and misused in the earliest days, including the printing press and radio, uh, you know, we, there's still hope that, that we get literate at the internet. And these are the kinds of things you have <laughs> yeah. to see happen for that to happen. You have to see the life cycle of entire things before you can really understand them. It, you know, I mean, honestly, I've been saying this about social media and the conversations about m- content moderation and, you know, the harms of social media. And I'm like, if you really think about it, these are teenage aged companies. Like they're adolescents. Yeah. They're 14, 15 years old tops. Like, of course, we're in an ugly growing phase and we haven't quite figured out what the rules are. And this is sort of part of that. Like we may in fact get to a point where we go, you know, turns out it's not a great long-term play to build a brand around like in, in the case of Reggie, the, the, was he a boxer or something like that? Mm. Um, Miniature bulldog. It's a purebred dog and they get sick and he got cancer. You know, I mean, it's sort of like, Maybe that business model will start to change with recognition that, oh, yeah, if you want to build this for, you know, 10 years or so, yeah, your pet might not survive. Or yeah. what, what I think ends up happening is we start to learn the rules of that, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to put a date on it, but at some point there will be a day when 
you know, a kid will say, can we put uh, boxy on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the metaverse or whatever is happening then. And <laughs> parents will say like, okay, we can do that, but here's the thing you have to know, right? Boxy's not going to live forever. So here's the end of life account, planning. You have to remember yep. this, do you do this and that so that someday blah, blah, like it just becomes. Well, and that's actually, yeah. I'm so glad you said that because that is exactly Part of what made me think that this is a thing yeah. is that now there's kind of a template for it. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's not yeah, just yeah. that the animals are dying and reaching this certain age. It's that there's a specific type of post right. that you put up. There are the follow on posts that give an update on the condition. Then there's kind of the like memorial posting that you mm-hmm. do to keep that there now is, in fact, a playbook for what to do when your internet famous animal dies. And that's yeah. when it crosses over into exactly like a, a mature. It becomes thing. accepted behavior. Like, Oh, when that happens, this is what you do. Right. And I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh God, can I mentally, can I, you know, emotionally handle continuing to follow this animal that's gone now? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's it's literally just, the circle it's of life. Just <laughs> fascinating. It's literally the circle of internet life now. Yeah. All right. Uh, you all keep us feeling alive with your emails. Feedback is the thing dot me. Uh, Gabby wrote in on being ahead of a thing. I can't believe that I'm ahead of a trend. Go, Gabby. My uh-huh. husband and I have had Arcteryx ski gear bids, bibs and jackets for probably 13 or 14 years. They are great. They have really good customer service. After quite a few years, we each had some seams that came apart. Him on his bibs, me on my jacket. They sent us brand new products, which is no small thing when they are in the six to $700 and over range. Thanks wow. for all the years of letting me pretend you are my friends. What? You are our friends. You totally are our friend, Gabby. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. That's old school. My son bought a Arcteryx beanie on Poshmark. Just just like a thing thing convergence in the extreme. Um, Clint from Redlands, California needs a thing check. Hi, Tom and Molly. Okay. Extremely long listener. Buzz out loud. First time emailer. Oh, wow. It's never too late. Never too late. This is Clint. amazing. Clint says, while driving home from work today, I spotted a new kind of advertisement on my Waze navigation app. A local residential house listed for sale (laughs) popped up with its photo on my drive home. What? Is this happening in your area too? I found a few websites that state that it's been increasing in popularity. Thanks for the decades (laughs) of informative entertainment. Wow. Well, Clint. We're like them. We're like... Kids these days and their ways. Oh, I've seen more than that pop up on my ways. <laughs> um, yeah, I have not seen this yet, but it makes perfect sense. You know, in Dude. a competitive housing market, uh, you want to maximize that price, even if you got lots of bidders. And why not like pop it out there on ways for people driving through the neighborhood? It would be a great thing for people house hunting to be using Waze while they're house hunting to see what pops up, right? This is insane. I'm sorry. This is why Waze is a freaking death trap. Like you're driving along. They don't show it's up. It's bad enough driving. that all they, oh no, they do. That's what he they very sh- specifically they, said. They show up I when was you're at the red light. Oh, I don't buy that for a second. Clint, use right back. He says, while driving home from work today, 
You can say while stopped at a red light. I don't use ways because it's I a freaking death trap. I have ways pop an ad up in the while I was in motion. It it does pop it up when you're sitting at the red light or stop sign stuff like oh that. Oh my god, it's a death trap. That's insane. But evidently, according to this article that he sent us from Home Snap from 2020, ways advertisements have experienced a 173 wow. percent surge in usage among wow. agents. That is, I mean, I will say it's pretty smart. I've definitely been in the car. And, you know, like we've been looking around talking about the neighborhood and I've had the passenger pull up on their phone that I can't look at Zillow so that you can mm-hmm. sort of drive around and like oh, in yeah, real time, yeah. see the prices. Red wow. for that too. That's yeah. clever. Yeah. Death trap. It's the death trap. Uh, Jody wrote in <laughs> with a potential home decor thing. Uh, hey, thing mates. I like that. We're all Cute. are all imprisoned inside this prison of things. <laughs> the thing mates. I don't think that's how Jody meant it, but it entertained me. Uh, I recently decided I needed a way to protect a couple of houseplants from my cat's depredations. While brainstorming with a friend, we came up with decorative bird cages. Ooh. I had about two million choices, so it <laughs> might be a thing. I got them in gold, which Tom and Rich confirmed is a thing in home accents. They did that a few months ago, and they totally sub-mocked me for my garish AF bathroom cup holder. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jody. Uh, behold, my garish AF cat-proof bird cages. I absolutely love and appreciate all you do. Ah, oh, that's awesome, Jody. That is incredible. Also, I just went to DuckDuckGo, and I typed in decorative bird cages, and it auto-completed for home decor. Oh. Look at that. And so smart. To keep your cat so out. I mean, smart. maybe a little counterintuitive since in the cartoons, they teach you that the cat opens the birdcage to get at Tweety, but that doesn't happen in reality. <laughs> doesn't happen in reality. But yeah, I'm totally looking at one now that's like a vintage wooden one oh, yeah. that is over top of a succulent. Yeah. Perfect. Dude, this it. is incredible. Oh, you. You, can get you think spotters oh. are the best. Thank you, Jody. That's outstanding. Uh, and then we have... Sign of life. Alert, everyone. Sign of life on Fordo. Fordo! Oh, thank goodness. Fordo, where have you been? We do worry. She won't hear this for another six to 10 months, but babe, <laughs> we're so glad that you're back. Fordo writes in, we may have to split up the reading of this email. I'm going to go down to, uh, I'm going to go to, you pick up at my review. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fordo writes in, imagine this. Uh, delivered as quickly as humanly possible. Okay. I'm literally six months behind on the show. So you may have discussed this, but I think it's likely more of a pre-thing. So maybe not. A technology company in the coffee industry makes these flash frozen coffee pods that you just pour hot water over to get all of the flavor that you would get with freshly brewed coffee from coffee beans without all the work. I was at a small coffee shop in the Berkshires, Western Massachusetts last week and saw them being sold there for the first time. Thought it was some offbeat small local thing that likely would never catch on in any meaningful way because people in general, myself included, seem to be pretty committed to getting their coffee delivered every morning in the way that they like it best and aren't that open to trying other ways. But then yesterday, I walked into my favorite New York City coffee place, Joe, and saw them there. They apparently just started selling their own branded coffee this way last week. The person behind the counter at Joe gave me a free frozen sample, which I just poured boiling water over a few minutes ago. Unrelated, instead of waiting forever to water to boil on the stove when you're making pasta, boil it instead in your electric kettle and then pour it into the pot so much faster. 
My review, it's definitely good enough, maybe even good. It's much better than the instant coffee my mother drank sometimes in the middle of the day when I was growing up and she didn't feel like making a whole new percolator of Maxwell House coffee in the afternoon. I think it's deaf more flavorful than those powdery, mushroomy coffee things that are totally a thing that you mentioned a year or two ago and that I then also wrote in about because I had read how Meghan Markle sent one of them to Oprah as a Christmas present two years ago and then Oprah put it on her list of favorite things that year. So, of course, I had to try it because, you know, hashtag Oprah and hashtag Princess Diana adjacent. But... It's also more expensive on a per cup basis. Works out to $2 to $2.50 a cup. So cheaper than getting a cup of coffee every day at your local coffee shop, but definitely lots more expensive than brewing a pot or a press every morning, especially if you drink more than one cup, which I do. Anyway, if this ever does become a thing, and I don't think it is yet, but maybe I'm wrong and I just missed that episode, I think we will look back and say that at this time in our history, it was a pre-thing. We love you, Fordo. Again, I know you're not going to hear this from six. I know you won't hear this for six to 10 months. And then when you do write in, it'll be from like Moldova or something, because apparently Fordo is a spy and a super duper world traveler. In addition to my longtime roommate from the Buzz Out Loud days. But damn girl. Also, I've never seen this. Uh, I'm looking up. I found an article on Bon Appetit from February 21st about a place in Massachusetts, so it must be the same place, um, developed Mm -hmm. by a team of MIT chemists as proprietary extraction technology, which, so it's instant and it's flash frozen, but it doesn't stay frozen? Right. This one is for for water over it. But you know what? It's still just in a little disposable cup. Like it's still in a little pod. Or is this it? This is different than what she's describing, what I'm looking at, right? Yeah. I, Fordo, we need more details. So We need more. So we look forward September, to discussing this further. Please tell us. Is it actually frozen? Like you have to keep it frozen in your freezer? Or is it just flash frozen, but it's dry room temperature? Yeah. I have questions. I don't, I'm not sure this commentary thing is the one. But maybe it is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I will consider it pre for certainly pre thing. Yeah. Right now, because I haven't seen it yet, but I'm curious. Also, at Porter is correct in saying multiple cups of coffee makes Fordo make more sense. That is accurate. And he thinks it ships frozen. Yeah, I think so, too. But do you have to keep it frozen? There's melting instructions on that website. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get to the shout outs uh, because the shout outs are, l- let's be honest, the best part of the show. They're created best by our part. producer, Rich. They're this week based on Rolling Stone's review of Phil Collins' album, No Jacket Required. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to begin here. Please do. About the worst thing you can say about Gabrielle Cohen is that at times, James C. Smith's charms seem a little over familiar. Mm. The softcore romance of the hit ballad One More Louis Saint Amour occasionally echoes last year's Against All Jake Woods. Take a look at Mike Aikens now. <laughs> Miranda Janelle's continued reliance on staccato horn fills seen on Kevin Susil Studio. <laughs> only Laura Abel knows, only Lara Abel knows, and I know, is also beginning to wear thin. But <laughs> Who Said Eric Duncan Wood is a refreshing blast of breathless Lee Price-style funk set at full throttle by guest keyboardist bassist Paul Dow. 
Morris Jones Don't Want to Know has a swift rock kick. And Take David Grizzly Smith Home adds all-star vocal backup, Benjamin Forrest and Joe Hood, to its engaging, circular, Andrew Bradley and languid, melodic texture. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Um, I now I, I mean, have all of these songs in my head because all I had of them, this cassette when it was new and I played it constantly. And like I have them all simultaneously, which is so confusing. Right. One yeah. more suit, suit, studio. Take, By the way, suit. Take David Grizzly Smith home. I mean, ah. Oh. In fact, I, I think. I feel like the bigger hits were criticized in your paragraph and the like the b-sides were the ones that this person liked except yeah well that's a big come on that's very critic (laughs) that's very critic of them um this is incredible and as usual you are the ones who make the best part of the show possible thank you so much for listening to it's a thing for supporting us at that shout out level patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support the show at any level and get these butts in these chairs every week yeah and your name in a phil collins record review uh you can also email us your things to feedback at it's a thing.me see you next week bye bye take a look at my cake and now planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.